All right, welcome to the Wednesday edition of Backyard Politics. I am your never boastful, always humble host, John Smith. And uh, with me tonight and most Wednesdays is none other than Tom Shirey. How are you doing, Tom? Doing good, John. How about yourself? I'm doing great, buddy. Uh, Backyard Politics is live every Monday and Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Our audio podcast can be heard at saywhatyouwillradio.com. That's also where you're going to be able to find our uh, amazing sponsors. And uh, our merchandise as well. And we do have some new merchandise up on saywhatyouwillradio.com. Let me give you an example of it here. Uh, this is the new Tara Reed shirt. I believe Tara Reed. That's available on saywhatyouwillradio.com. We also have green new bullshit shirt. <laughs> and uh, that's obviously a nod to our uh, 45th president. And also this one, this is new. I am a Cuomophobe. And uh, so that's all over there on saywhatyouwillradio.com. You can check it out. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, if you want to join the conversation, the number is 602-475-2000. Well, Tom, how's your week going, buddy? It's going good. It's a little hot outside, but uh, making it through. <laughs> that's good. Well, you do work outside, so I can, yeah. But yeah, yeah you had a kind of a break, though, didn't you? Yeah, today I was actually got a, got some time in the office after a couple inspections uh, first thing this morning, so right <laughs> that was nice. Awesome. Well, uh, there's a couple stories I want to talk about, and uh, most of them have to do with uh, the nightmare on the border right now. We've been talking about the border, well, ever since uh, Sleepy Joe took over. It's been kind of a mess down there. Uh, I've had a friend of mine, his name's Doug. He's been on the show a few times. He's talked about the illegal hotels that they have down in Ahwatukee and uh, uh, I believe Scottsdale. And I believe there might be one or two in Mesa right. as well. So yeah, they're, uh, they're popping up all over the place and you never, never know where they're going to go. No, exactly right. We have we have no idea. You're not allowed to know where they're going to go. No. And if you ask questions, uh, people get angry about it. But the border is a mess, so we're going to be talking about the border and uh, some other things that are going on with Mexico uh, down there. And then I also want to talk about uh, something to do with uh, Cuomo and uh, what's going on with that story. There's kind of been a breaking story tonight about one of the organizations that's been helping him as far as the PR side of things. Right, right. So One of the ones that's supposed to be helping the victims. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, at the end of the show, I kind of want to just talk about, just have an open conversation uh, with the viewers. And if anybody wants to call in or use the live chat, they can do that. But I want to talk about the fact how quickly we're losing our freedoms and it seems as if people aren't even recognizing it. Mm -hmm. And I, so I want to talk about that as and well. It's every day. Yeah. One after the other, but the big ones, I'm talking about, uh, the big ones, you know, the big freedoms that, uh, we're supposed to be in, you know, endowed by our creator. So right. we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, but first I want to talk about a story. This is out of Mexico. Uh, the Mexican government, Tom announced that it is suing American gun manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see how this one goes. <laughs> yeah. The Mexican. Go ahead. Well, you just you know, the Democrats are going to jump all over this thing. They're oh. going to back Mexico. They're going to say, oh, poor Mexico. These gun the gun manufacturers are to blame for the cartels getting these weapons. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, that's that's the angle they're going to push. It's going to be, oh, woe is me. Poor cartel members, poor Mexico. You know, it's the gun manufacturers that are to blame. 
Yeah, exactly right. Uh, the article says the Mexican government on Wednesday sued numerous U.S. gun companies over illegal firearm trafficking across the border because, quote, their products are trafficked, trafficked, mm -hmm. trafficked. <laughs> According to a new report by the Washington Post, the lawsuit argued American gun manufacturers, quote, are conscious of the fact that their products are being trafficked and used in illicit activities against the civilian population and authorities of Mexico. So, so let me ask this question, John. Yeah, go ahead. Do the gun manufacturers get to determine anything with our border laws? No, I don't believe they do. Do they have anything to do with shipping and transit laws? I don't believe they do. So how is it their responsibility? Well, exactly. I mean, <laughs> if they sell the gun, if they sell the gun legally and that gun gets stolen, because let's face it, I think burglaries happen all the time right. in America. And specifically, people are breaking into American homes looking for guns, to steal guns. Oh, absolutely. And then those guns are sold out on the black market. And a lot of times they're sold uh, to countries like Mexico that have strict gun laws. They're sold to countries like Australia that mm -hmm. have strict gun laws. And anywhere, a lot of European countries, even Canada. Right. Because once you once you ban something, right, Tom, it creates a black market. Right. And so but the need is still there. The need or the want never goes away. Exactly. All you've done is make it illegal. So you have to go through different channels in order to be able to get these items. Yeah, exactly right. And so if a, uh, a Smith & Wesson, just say a, a nine millimeter, I don't know the exact uh, model, but let's say a, a nine millimeter Smith & Wesson gun that you can probably purchase for about 500 to $600. Mm -hmm. You can sell in over in Australia for over two grand, maybe $2,500. Right. That's a hell of a return on your investment. Yeah. So if you can steal them and get them for very little, if, if next to nothing or, or buy them off the black market here. And if you have a connection in Australia and you're selling a couple thousand of these at a time, yeah, you're going to make oh, a yeah, few there, There's big money in it. And, and that, that side of it is never going to go away. I don't care how many gun laws you try to create, how many times you try to ban the weapons, that desire and the need for weapons is always going to be there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And maybe more so maybe the demand for weapons will be more so because you can't get them. Right. Right. Anytime you take something away from somebody, it's almost like they want it more. Right. Absolutely. And I also find it funny how they're attacking the American uh, weapon manufacturers when one of the most popular weapons among the cartels and illegal uh, actions like that are the Kalashnikov style weapons. Like the, the AKs? Like the AK-47. You know, these are coming from Russia, from China and other places like that. But no, they're going to go after the American weapon maker. Yeah, because you know why I have a theory on this, Tom. I think actually I wouldn't doubt it if uh, there are some emails hidden out there somewhere on some server where the Biden administration is actually working with the president of Mexico to make this lawsuit happen. Oh, absolutely. It, it would not surprise me one bit. I can't it, prove that. That's a theory, of course, right. but I, I'm just, you know. Yeah, it's something in the back of your mind that goes, why now? You know, what what has happened that they feel like they need to do this now? You know, there's somebody in their ear saying now's the time to strike. And I guarantee it's the Democratic Party. They're, they're going to jump on this and they're going to help Mexico through this. And they're going to do everything they can to to allow Mexico to allow this lawsuit to go through. Oh, 100 percent. And one thing. So why are they not going after the Obama administration, suing the Obama administration 
for the Fast and the Furious scandal. That's right. Where's Eric Holder when you need him? Right. Right? You know, it was that program that allowed, you know, thousands of weapons to be delivered to the Mexican cartels. You know, it, they say it's under the guise that, oh, they were trying to track them and track these cartels, but they lost track of these weapons. Yeah, exactly. You know, all these weapons wound up in the hands of the cartels, these trafficked weapons, but they want to go after the gun manufacturer and not the Obama administration for that for that screw up. Yeah, in fact, one of those weapons got in the hand of a cartel member who actually then murdered one of our uh, our border agents. Right. Down yeah, there. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, exactly it's just, right. It's just a shame. Guys, I don't know if uh, your um, your comments are not coming through. I'm not sure. I, I The only one I've seen is from Nana. Maybe you guys aren't commenting, uh, but uh, I just haven't seen any come through, so I'm just checking in, making sure. <laughs> Uh, they go on to say, nonetheless, it added, they continue to prioritize their economic benefit, meaning they, the gun, uh, gun manufacturers, and use marketing strategies to promote weapons that are uh, ever more lethal without mechanisms or security or traceability. Now, John, let me ask you this question. How many, uh, how many gun commercials do you see on TV? I've never seen one. Maybe, well, maybe. No, I... I during the Glenn Beck's program, they used to uh, mark. They used to talk about the twenty-two. I think it was the Winchester or something like that. Right. One of the one of the uh, uh, one of the firearm companies. Right. Um, but do we see them on you know the mainstream channels? Never. Ever. Do you hear them on mainstream radio being advertised? I don't. I, I never hear them uh, ever. No. So they've already been so demonized that you can't even advertise so this claim that you know their marketing campaign what marketing campaigns are they talking about they're not allowed to market hardly well i don't is it that they're not allowed to is that what it is what's that it, they're not allowed to market or uh, they just choose not to or you know i i think it's more of the stations i i, I don't want to say that they're not allowed to market but it's become so demonized that no mainstream coverage nobody wants to show their their commercials right, right. So I don't know if it's legal, to be honest with you. I don't either. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but maybe they're just, I don't know. That's a great question. I, I should look into that, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, the report mentioned Smith & Wesson Brands Incorporated, Barrett Firearms Manufacturing, Beretta USA Corp, Glock Incorporated, and Colts Manufacturing Company, LLC, as companies included in the uh, upcoming lawsuit. Uh, quote, Mexico is seeking compensation for damages, which are estimated as uh, as much as ten billion dollars with a B billion. Wow! Mexican officials said it uh, at a news conference on Wednesday, according to Reuters. Uh, Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez uh, Obrador has been prioritizing tackling the flow of illicit arms from United States into Mexico, which has recorded uh, which recorded record high homicide rates in recent years. Alejandro. Uh, Solorio, legal advisor for the ministry, told reporters Wednesday that the damage caused by the trafficking of guns would be equal to 1.7 to 2 percent of Mexico's gross domestic product, according to the Associated Press. Well, maybe you ought to open your company up or your country up to freedom and capitalism. And then maybe your G, you know, your gross domestic product would actually increase. Maybe you ought to do something about the drug cartels that run your country. Right. Because a lot of people are scared to hell, you know, scared to death to go down to Mexico, Tom. Right. Absolutely. You know, why not go after the people trying to bring the weapons in instead of the weapon manufacturers? Is there any other product that can be, you can sue the manufacturer because the product was used 
wrong. No, you no, can't. Absolutely not. No, not at all. I mean, but they're going to go after the, the weapon industry like this. You know, why don't we go after Mexico and sue them for every fentanyl death that we have in the United States? I was just going to say that. Uh, in fact, they just caught they just caught a woman with, um, oh, I think one point two million dollars worth of fentanyl over on the B line. Wow. In between uh, in, in between Mesa and uh, uh, Payson. Wow. Yeah, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, that's insane. One point two million dollars worth of fentanyl. Uh, let's see. Uh, the AP quoted Solero saying, we don't uh, do it to pressure the United States. We do it so there aren't deaths in Mexico. Yeah, right. Yeah, get the fentanyl problem under control. <laughs> Why don't you get your MS-13 gangs under control? Why don't you stop people from entering uh, the Mexico's southern border illegally so that they can make their way into the United States? Why don't you get your corrupt police department under control? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows it. If you go into Mexico, you better keep at least $200 in your wallet. Right. That's what I guess that's the price of uh, freedom down there. Right. Well, you, I keep, don't know. you only keep a certain amount in your wallet and most of your money in your shoe because it's what you have in their wallet. Whatever they see in your wallet is going to get you out of a speeding ticket or some other made up crime that you've committed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to hide the rest of your cash, but you got to have, I was told at least $200 Yeah. that you can give to the, the cop. And so they look the other way and let you go. Yeah, that's a yeah. yeah. It used to be twenty, and then it went to fifty. Now I think it's like two hundred, two hundred bucks. Wow, <laughs> it's that inflation. Yeah, and if you end up in jail, that cartel inflation. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you end up in jail, it's going to cost you a couple thousand dollars to get yourself out of jail, and that just doesn't sound fun. <clears throat> right. Foreign Affairs uh, Secretary Marcelo Ebrand said the lawsuit was part of the government's work to reduce gun violence in their nation. The priority is that we reduce homicides. Listen to this. This is the quote. This is the quote of the night. We aren't looking to change American laws. The minute someone from a foreign country says that, they mean the exact opposite. Exactly. They and want to change the laws. That's right. And that tells me <laughs> that they are working with the Biden administration to do just that. Well, it's just like, you know, the Democrats say, oh, we're not coming after your guns. You know, and then the next thing Biden says on national TV that's right. I'm coming after your guns. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's why uh, Beto O'Rourke was, you know, the guns are the guns are. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he said, I'm coming for your guns. Yep. See, I'm coming for your ARs and everything else. Uh, gun traffic in ranks is one of several problems escalating along the nation's southern border since President Joe Biden entered the White House. More than one million illegal immigrants have crossed the border in fiscal year 2021. Over one million illegals have crossed the border since january whatever or the fiscal year of 2021 more than the total for all of fiscal year 2020 right unbelievable right. let's get into some of the comments here i saw it's finally starting to blow up yeah asking you shall receive john that's right but now i expect you to read every single one of those <laughs> you asked for them you got them <laughs> uh renee b says sorry but the mexican president is a uh is a uh, admitted socialist well shocker imagine that uh who meets with cartel people to try to resolve situations yeah you just want to mm. you just want to hug these guys right, right. you just want to sit down buy them a cup of coffee and uh you know, I, I hear they're very reasonable. I'm sure they are. That's why they're finding like 55-gallon uh, drums full of human heads in uh, uh, Juarez. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they're decent people. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Angry conservative says backyard politics shouldn't the sign uh, says warning does not play well with idiots. It would mean the same thing. Yeah, you're exactly right. Angry conservative. <laughs> uh, they're both synonymous. Uh, Quinn's in the room. She says, so the criminals smuggle American firearms into Mexico equals manufacturer's fault. Sure, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly right. Well, you know, that's uh, we're getting all fat and sassy here in America because people are smuggling in burritos. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the burrito manufacturers that we got to watch out for. <clears throat> Uh, Todd Baker says MS-13 from Salvador. Okay, very good. Yeah, well, they make their way up through uh, the, from Mexico because Mexico does nothing to stop people from coming into their country. Right. They They're did, like they did under a different administration, though. They did. Uh, well, they that's did. right. You know, under forty-five. And, but now that those policies and all that are what the Biden administration is using to blame on the border crisis now. Right. You know, yeah exactly yeah. right yeah. trump stopped them all from coming in so it's his fault that they're all coming in now what uh, <laughs> the idiocy uh yeah that's right angry conservatives onto something there uh renee b she says ms-13 doesn't come from mexico they don't tolerate immigrants from central america unless they're moving along to the united states exactly mm -hmm. right and then, yeah. in fact they'll help them they'll bust them they'll put them on buses and trains right. and everything else to Again, get them up here. that was halted for a while it was yeah. halted for a while. Yeah, because we were holding Mexico accountable mm -hmm. because they rely on the United States for their, their crappy economy down there. Right. And so Trump knew that. Trump knows the world revolves around the dollar. Right. He knew that. That's that's how he was actually ending a lot of this, the squabble over in the Middle East. Right. He attacked it economically. And that's why Syria was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll listen to what this guy has to say. <laughs> People actually respected him, even if they didn't like him. They don't care if they get blown up by a missile. They think it's a good thing. Right. They're, They're going like, to go get their 21 virgins. Yeah, I think 72 now. 70, 72, that's right. I think it is that's up right. to 72. 72 yeah. and more inflation. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, but you start attacking them financially, or you start helping them financially, because the world revolves around the dollar bill, right? Right. And they're like, okay, we'll listen to this guy. Right. Maybe he can... He can help us. Right. So we'll stop shooting mortars at other people. And uh, angry conservative says they should go after Obama because we're still missing guns from fast and furious. Exactly right. Angry yeah. conservative. They are out there. They're out there somewhere. Uh, let's see. Todd Baker says those are mostly immigrant heads. Ooh, mm. I know, man. Uh, Juarez, they, they have found, I'm not kidding you, 55 gallon drums full of human heads. Yeah. I have actually heard that they do the old uh, barbaric uh, fighting like they used to do back in uh, like Rome. Like the gladiator type. The gladiator type fighting. They will kidnap people from around the world and have them fight in these drug cartels, place bets. Hmm. It's going down there and they're just killing each other. People were yeah. fighting for their lives down there. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, they found heads at the... Oh, we got a call coming in. All right, go ahead. You're on Backyard Politics. Hey. Yo. Hey, Shari. David Gonzalez. Hey, Gonzalez. How you doing, buddy? Good, <laughs> this is man. an old Marine Corps buddy of mine. Oh, right on. Yeah, from my first enlistment, 96-2000. <laughs> How you doing, David? Hey, thank you for your Good, service, brother. brother. You? Doing well, man. So what do you got to talk about, brother? 
Hold on, let me let me make sure I pause the YouTube because I'm getting feedback on my phone. Okay, man. <laughs> you YouTube delayed like five seconds. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So he uh, has a uh, he has a, a company of his own. It's called DIA Everyday. And David, I've never understood what does DIA mean. So DIA, so it's actually DIA, right? DIA, and, okay. Um, and so it, it's an acronym for uh, Dis- discipline, intensity, and action. Oh, and wow. Dia is Spanish for um, day. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I kind of look back at all the stuff that I've done, um, you know, even from when I was in my teenage years, everything that I've done has been kind of like, holy crap, like I'm all in, just right. all in. It, it, it doesn't matter, right? It could be baking a cake. I don't know. And during COVID, <laughs> I was making sourdough bread and I tried making, and you've seen my picture, Shiree, on yeah. on social media. I try to just go all in and, and do the best that I can. Right. Oh, that's awesome. And well, I'll tell so, you what, man, uh, tune in next week, and I'll make sure I wear your shirt that you uh, did for Memorial Day. Um, all the proceeds went to uh, went to veterans. But anyway, buddy, I don't didn't mean to sidetrack the show. What were you calling in about? Oh, nothing. I was just listening to you guys in, in um, you know, in about Mexico and all that stuff. Yeah, they're completely dependent on the United States. I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. I'm, I'm actually uh, an anchor baby. Uh, my parents immigrated over here illegally um, and were deported a couple times, actually. Oh, wow. and, but they always made it made it over across. And um, so luckily, and I say luckily, we were born here. Four out of five were born here. Um, but this, you know, the United States is a golden opportunity. And, right. and Mexico knows it. And, um, you know, you can work really hard here and, and Mexicans can send money back and and they could basically support two families based on incomes here. Um, and then on top of that, you know, and benefits, the benefits of being here. And, you know, I, I speculate, um, and this is based off my gardener who, uh, I'm not sure if he's even documented or anything, but he's got the best price on gardening. Right. Tell you, that. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if he reports his wages, right? And if, and if you don't report your wages, you know, then you, it's almost like you automatically qualify for medical benefits. Right. Um, and so it's just an assumption. I'm guessing that that's kind of what's happening. And, and if you think about it, we're subsidizing those benefits. And, um, so if, you know, he's probably, so you look at benefits on top of pay, he's probably making double what he would make if he was regularly employed and then maybe oh, even absolutely. like 10, 20 times what he makes, what he would be making in Mexico. Oh right. yeah, um, absolutely. And that's what they've done is that they've incentivized the illegals to not document themselves by yeah. being Correct. able to, you know, collect those government benefits. I still don't understand how you can collect government benefits as an illegal alien. Uh, obviously they have to know right. where to send the check. So they have to know where you are to be able to say, Hey, time to go back home, dude. You know, um, Right. And then it's cash under the table for any kind of job that you do get. Right. You know, and most of that money, like David was saying, is going right back to Mexico to their family. So it's not even being spent in the U.S. economy. No, it isn't. It gets sent back to Mexico. In fact, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, David, because I used back in Pittsburgh, I used to work at a Chinese restaurant. And uh, the, oh, yeah. the backyard or the back uh, of the Chinese restaurant was filled with illegal Chinese and illegal Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And they used to... the the Mexican, or I'm sorry, the uh, Chinese uh, group that owned all the restaurants, they would purchase them. So they were actually working almost as like a like a mafia, mm-hmm. and they they were buying uh, Mexicans from the uh, 
the, the coyotes and they would ship them to the restaurant on a Greyhound bus. There right. was a Greyhound station right outside the, the Chinese, or yeah, the Chinese uh, restaurant that I worked at. <clears throat> and so they would buy them and they would get a shipment of people. And they had a house that was not maybe within walking distance, just down the street from, uh, from the restaurant that housed them and they would pay them. I would say, I don't know, maybe eight to $10 an hour cash under the table. Right. And that helped the restaurant because the restaurant didn't have to pay payroll taxes, didn't have to worry about, uh, any type of health insurance or any, you know, any unemployment benefits, anything. And they would make so much money by hiring these illegal Mexicans that they would pay off the ICE agent or whoever was going to inspect that, you know, they had came, they would come by like immigration would come by and inspect them. Right. They would call a week ahead of time and so say, they, Hey, they all the illegals out of there. Yeah. So know, they would get all the illegals onto with the Greyhound and send them into New York city the table for that phone call as well. Exactly. So. And they would send them into New York city and they had people in New York city up in Chinatown that would house all these illegals. And as soon as the smoke cleared, they sent them back and Every one of them, every illegal Mexican that worked in the back of that restaurant mailed out their cash to their families in Mexico. It never, right. they never could, because they lived off the Chinese food. They didn't have to eat. Right. They lived off the Chinese food that they cooked and they had a house over their head. So right. they had no bills. Yeah. And what they every dollar went back to Mexico. And I, I also, I don't understand the argument, you know, when you, when you bring up the argument of the illegal immigrants and, you know, whether they're contributing to the economy or not, you know, the liberals and the left will, will sit there and say, well, they pay their taxes. They pay their taxes. You know, again, how are they paying taxes? You know, maybe if, if they buy something the table, they're, sales they're getting tax. government benefits, you know, yeah, sales, sales tax, tax maybe. or something like that. But they're always, that's one of their arguments is they're paying taxes. Like how, if they bought you cigarettes, you know who loves um, money going outside the country? Who's that? Western Union. Oh, yeah, because it all gets wired out. Right. They love, love people wiring money out of the country. So um, I'm sure they took a big hit when, um, you know, during the, what was it, the Great Recession after 2008 when um, immigrants stopped flowing over the border because there were no jobs. Right. Only the best at Western Union took a huge hit because they couldn't, you know, they're not sending money outside the country. And yeah. I hate saying just Mexico because it's, it's other countries. But oh, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, but they're you know they're, they're coming through that border. You know, yeah. uh, unfortunately, right. so Mexico takes the brunt of it. And you know, it, it is majority majority Hispanic that are coming across. But you're right; it, it's all from all over the world, not just Mexico. Yeah. Oh, so the word is because my grandma still lives in in uh, in TJ. Well, a little bit further south in TJ, called <clears throat> called Flyas, Flyas mm -hmm. de Tijuana, and um, like I mentioned, I, I'm Hispanic, so I'm, I'm an anchor baby. So I, my first language is, is actually Spanish. Um, they were telling me that them and, and other people who, who frequent, um, you know, frequently go down to Mexico, they're telling me there's a lot of Afghani, Afghani, oh, yeah. Chinese. Um, it's not, it's, it's like a melting pot now. It's like a, it's like a mini America down there. And but all trying to get over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what's happening. And, and, you know, and, and we just, I think Trump tried to do the right thing and shut down the border, but you know, I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter where in the government, if you're liberal or I'm sorry, yeah, liberal or, or, or conservative, I think it's all, they're all playing the same game, right? Because you're talking oh, yeah. about cheap labor, right? It's cheap labor. And they know that, it, you know, they know how to game the system and, and kind of hold us and suspense, you know, between the, the soap opera of, 
you know, left and the right. And, and that, that's why I really don't even join into the politics. I, I, to me, it's, you know, how do, how do we shrink the government? How do we Absolutely. get them out of our lives a lot more? Yes. And, you know, hope, you know, maybe let them handle our infrastructure, maybe some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, defense, of course, you, you know, things of that nature, the, the big ticket items, um, in, instead of just, you know, everything, right. You know, everything from healthcare, cause I've worked in healthcare and I've seen it. I've worked on government contracts and I'm like, holy smokes, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and, and we're not talking about small projects. We're talking about like $18 billion projects. Oh, you know, wow. we're talking about huge, huge projects. Um, and so, you know, how do, how do we limit the government? How do we stop giving them so much of our taxpayer, so much taxpayer money so that they can kind of just, you know, figure out what to do, you know, to run the economy with what we give them instead of what they take. Right. Yeah. In um, fact, <clears throat> David, that's really what this, this show is about. That's why we call it backyard politics because, yeah. uh, we want the federal government shrunk. And uh, in both Republicans and Democrats in the federal government are just as slimy as as the other. Right. And uh, so we're we're more focused on as far as the solutions go. We're more focused Mm -hmm. on uh, our local politicians right right here in our own backyard. It all starts in your backyard. You know, um, uh, something as as small as your school boards um, and and things like that. City council, Um, school council, school boards. Yeah. Well, so. it, and that's, you know, not to plug my company again, but that's kind of what DIA is too, because, you know, um, w- you know, DIA is more of a mindset. It's like, no, you figure it out. As an individual, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, every everyone and their mom's been kind of, they, they tried to define success and like, here you go, this is success. Work 40 years, go to college, get a degree, work 40 years and retire at 65. Well, you're, you're practically dead at 65, 70. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, just kind of figuratively just saying that. But it really comes down to the individual and that's kind of how I've managed um, and handled my life. And that's kind of what DIA is. It's, it's a mindset. And so if we could take that mindset and let Americans be individual Americans and let them kind of, you know, figure out and define what success and and what their destiny destiny is and um, you know, let them work towards it and kind of like get the government out of everything. Right. Right. As much as we can, then I think we would have a more prosperous, um, country and then people would be happier too. But while yeah. we have these, this bit huge government, I don't think it, they're everywhere. No. They're and that's why so. people are at each other's throats. People are at each right. other's throats because of the federal politics and the federal mm-hmm. national media that, that mm-hmm. just lights the fire and keeps the fire going. And people are unhappy. They are. We Americans are unhappy. Right. And yep. you know, the idea of America and the founding of America actually proved every point you just make. But this country yep. can be great if each person determines their own destiny. You right. know, yeah. not have a roadmap laid out for them. Goes, this is what you have to do to be successful. This is what you have to do to be happy by following your right. own map. That's what this country was founded on. Exactly. And the more big government we get, the more they regulate you to not let you follow those dreams, or your dream is wrong. You can't follow that right. dream you know, the country is going to hell in a handbasket. And we're seeing that more and more every day and more and more of our everyday freedoms being stripped away from us. And it keeps, we're just in that downward slide right now. Yeah. Well, and, and that's how California is because I'm in mm-hmm. California and oh, so we're sorry, a mini federal government, right? So I think we're, we may be the seventh or sixth largest economy in the world right, right. now. And so I'll just give you a quick example. So my son, he's, he just turned 16. He's a junior. 
And so every, almost every day of his um, California school, um, we'll call it life, um, I've tried to, you know, debrief him and, and, under, and try to understand what he was taught and, <clears throat> and get him to kind of question, you know, what's being taught uh, and then, you know, try to set him straight and say, you know, you, you know, you can learn all this stuff, but what it really comes down to is what you want, what, you know, what do you want out of life? You know, I, I know, um, you know, Christopher Columbus used to be a hero. Um, but if you look at history, he really shouldn't be. But anyways, you know, what did you learn about Columbus? He would tell me, I was like, okay, well, you know, he did this and this and that also. Right. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. It's like, well, just keep your mind open. Right. Cause I, it, I think you're being taught one side of the coin. Right. Um, but there's so many facets, you know, why don't you, you know, read and look into history and see what really happened. Cause I think it's very limited what you're being taught. Um, and then once you get out of high school, it's just wide open. You yeah. Know, basically to, anything Anglo-Saxon is now being taught as, you know, they were evil. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter what time period they lived right. in. If you were, and it doesn't matter that this was happening all over the world. Yeah, of course. Know, uh, it's the, the Anglo-Saxon, the white man is bad. They are the evil. They are the, um, the aggressors. They are the conquerors, you know, even though, you know, again, it was happening all over the world. And, we absolutely need to learn from our history. If we don't learn from our history and those Correct. atrocities that happen, you know, we're going to repeat them. Yeah, all know? the time. Well, and it's world history, too. It, yeah. It, and it's, you know, U.S. history and world history because then you'll kind of start understanding, you know, what, what were the Europeans trying to do? And, and, and if you look at history, it, a lot of it was economic, right? right. They, they were trying to get over to, to India for the spice trade and, mm-hmm. and you know, make these, these – these trades to further their country's goals or ambitions <clears throat> and they ended up coming to the caribbean and you know blah 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 it's all kind right. of documented now and um but yeah if we can get if we can teach that and and how did we how did all of this come about you know what what was well, the motivation you know if christopher columbus wouldn't have done it somebody else would have eventually you know i mean uh, well, oh, I mean, they, they yeah. do say that the Vikings were here before him. They do yeah. say there's evidence that China was here yep. before him. And the yep. Native Americans, yeah. the Native Americans that were here when uh, the Pilgrims showed up, they had already conquered other Native Americans, mm-hmm. other tribes, yeah. and it was a constant battle. And ultimately, ultimately, the 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 reality of it is, ultimately, the Europeans that came here were, they won. Yeah. Right. Correct. You know, they won and and, and you can't hold that against anybody. I mean, they were looking to uh, create a new world. They were looking for, like you said, new wealth, new, new ways to, uh, to take care of their family and take care of themselves. And I don't know. Right. I think we go off on a tangent on, you know, all this, <laughs> you know, it, this could do, lead us down a rabbit hole. We're taking yeah. our, our whole time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but real quick, David, I got to ask you, are you ready for your bacon shortage that's coming soon out there to California? Oh, boy. Have you heard oh, about I these new pig laws? <laughs> what, what was that? I just bought, I just bought bacon today. Yeah. Um, it was it was still six bucks. But, you know, I get it. I get it. California is <laughs> just trying to be it, it's the way they write the bill. Right. I get yeah. it. Yeah. They want to be, they want to be fair, <clears throat> fair to the animals and give them space and make sure that they're healthy, which kind of makes sense, right? Because if you haven't cooped up and, yeah. and crapping on each other and, you know, what do you, what cut, what's the quality of food? So I get it, but you know, you have, you'll, you'll get special interest in there and then you'll get the taxes on top of everything. It's like, oh my God, somebody mm-hmm. punched me in the face. Well, you know, does it really enough. have to be this expensive? Kind of along the, I, I uh, so. the, the humanitarian lines, you know, that, uh, you know, we as Marines, 
you know, you heard about PETA going after us for drinking cobra blood and eating yeah. insects, right? Yeah. So there's a big cobra Operation gold. Cobra Gold thing that we do where you learn <laughs> to actually catch cobras and, you know, you, you, yeah. in your jungle warfare school. Uh, so PETA's actually gone after Marines for for saying you need to stop drinking cobra blood <laughs> why aren't they going right. after they're, they're gonna have to shut down thailand then right about it. but pattaya beach in in bangkok because they, you know what do you think people go over there for mm-hmm. they go over there to drink the mixture of cobra cobra blood and i think is it whiskey yeah the habusaki. To give them some like was habusaki huh? okinawa or thailand that was okinawa habusaki uh, yeah that's saki yeah, but that's... um yeah, look up, look it up. It, they, you know, especially the Europeans, they go over there and they drink like this concoction, and it just makes them go nuts. And you know, I wouldn't drink it. it to me, it sounds crazy. But <laughs> yeah, I'll um, pass on that. Let me ask you this: yeah, Why hasn't nuts. PETA? Why haven't they done anything about the millions of masks that are floating around in the ocean, choking up sea sea turtles and killing penguins? They, you, no, nobody from PETA or nobody from any type of environmentalist group has said anything about the billions and billions of discarded masks that are just scattered around this world. Well, now, John, that's just not their agenda. Well, <laughs> they're worried about cobra blood. You know what I mean? Like yeah, one hundredth of one percent of the human beings on this earth will drink cobra, cobra blood. But every single human being on this earth is throwing their masks just out in the streets and right. Walmart, and they're getting washed oh, down the sewers. And I see them all over the damn place. Yeah, you know, nobody still, nobody well, seems to care. That's California, and and what you know, a funny story. I know this is kind of a, a um, going off a little bit of, off track a little bit, but you know, San Francisco has the most you know poop per capita, <laughs> and you know, Trump 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 with the EPA was was threatening to shut down Newsom because of San Francisco and all the the humic toxic waste going into the ocean. That's a classic. And then you know, before Trump was in office. Um, you know, Newsom wanted the city workers to, to clean up all the poop. Right. And, you know, come to find out, you know, you need special training and special PPE for right. to clean up poop because it's toxic. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the unions got involved. It's just hilarious because well, we think we're being so humane. And but in reality, I, I really think we're making things worse. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know, just- I actually just had to, you know, speaking of the poop thing, I actually just had to send one of my employees out to uh, out to California to do what's called a property condition assessment on a uh, property. Um, and it was up in the Oakland area. Oh, yeah. And this place, it, oh, Oakland. it wasn't that old of a building. They call but, it Wokeland. Right. <laughs> but so the building was being sold. So we go in there. Um, you know, one of the things we do is go in and, and give the buyer, you know, okay, this is going to have to be replaced. This is going to have to be fixed. You know, this is what it's going to cost you over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years to, to keep this. But anyway, so that's what he was out there doing. Right. And he literally all around the building was human, human crap and piss <laughs> and he goes around one corner and literally sees somebody taking a dump there, taking a dump in the parking garage uh it's just it, it's awful i told him if you ever see that again you do not have to walk that property here's the thing what people don't understand when that human crap that human crap's going to dry up and then, and then it turns into dust and then when the wind blows yeah. it's mm-hmm. blowing and you're inhaling all that crap yeah literally yeah. you're you're inhaling that that's lethal you can get extremely sick from that. Mm-hmm. Yep, hepatitis. Yeah, and then, and then just think about the the drugs that you know. I'm not saying all homeless, but you know the homeless use, and you don't think that comes out of their system and their in their in their waste. Uh, maybe like that's what's wrong with kidding. California. Maybe they've just been inhaling so much uh, 
uh, crap dust that, you know, it's <laughs> affecting their minds, you know? <laughs> well, that's what I do. First thing in the morning, I go outside and take a deep breath to get ready for the day. <laughs> I thought he was about ready to say he goes out and takes a big dump. dump. <laughs> <laughs> I was anticipating. <laughs> no, there's actually no, video. Oh, that's good. There's there's video yeah, of yeah. a woman uh, news reporter in California, and she's given a report in front of like uh, one of the government buildings about some trial that's going on. Right. And right behind her, a dude drops trial and takes a crap in the flower basket, like the like the, <laughs> the big concrete <laughs> flower pot. Just drops it, just taking a crap, and he's like looking at the, you know, he's like sideways looking at. The, <laughs> looking oh, at I, the, I've seen it firsthand. I when I used to live in downtown San Diego, I, I saw this woman and she propped her hands on two cars and she just went took a piss right there oh my god there you go yeah it was it was impressive right because that's coordination (laughs) i couldn't do it wow and and, you know and you know she's wearing a dress didn't get a drop on her and she got it on the ground i was like that is impressive that's classy that's classy i hope my daughter's listening honey you know that's yeah don't don't do that (laughs) whatever you do don't be that person. <laughs> well, David, if you ever get uh, that tired of California, come on out here to Arizona. You know, it's uh, it's only 115 degrees outside, so you know yeah. it's yeah. But there's not piles of human waste everywhere, right. so there you got your pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, because the heat constipates you. Nobody can take crap. Right. <laughs> uh, All right, fellas, I'll let you go. Hey, hey thanks for calling David, in, David. Thanks for calling in, man. Great talking to you. Yep, you're welcome. Take care, guys. All right, you too. I have not talked to that guy other than a Facebook post here and there since 1996. That's fantastic. No, no, 2000. That's when we first our first enlistment ended. Wow. And so you were uh, in same company, or is that the right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You were same uh, golf company, two, three, first platoon. Fantastic. Uh, wow. How about that? That's really cool. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate that. Uh, let's get into some of these comments. Uh, Miss Lady says, oh, yeah, it's bad here in California. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Alex says, uh, killing penguins laugh my, uh, FAO. Yeah. Well, it's true. (laughs) Alex, if you Google that, I don't know if you're still uh, watching or listening, but if you Google that story, uh, there was a penguin, I believe it was down in uh, Rio de Janeiro. They found it choked to death on a mask. Really? Yeah. It went down its esophagus into its stomach, but its stomach couldn't get it into the intestines. So it just blocked it up in the the oh, poor I'm little sure guy starved. I'm sure it's tearing up all kinds of sea life out there, and we're not going to get the story on it no. because it goes against their agenda. They they can't say that masks are bad yeah. when they're telling everybody you have to wear your mask. Yeah, you can't let a helium balloon go. You're going to kill a sea turtle. You can't have those little six pack holders anymore because they kill everything. You can't have a plastic straw in California. Right. But the masks, there's a billion of them floating around in the ocean. So I told you we went out to San Diego for vacation, right? Yeah. And you know it. I totally forgot about the whole plastic straw thing. First of all, did you know that they charge you for plastic bags in the grocery store? They do. They charge you to use a freaking plastic bag in a grocery store. I had yep. no idea. They they want they want you to buy your own. Yeah. And then so the first time I was given, you know, one of those oh, come on, Alex, straws. Don't argue with me. There's penguins in Brazil. <laughs> but uh the first time they gave me one of those uh, cardboard straws, I mean just the texture of those things is is not right they're just not right <laughs> yeah no that's it's weird uh, in fact let uh let's let's look here maybe it wasn't brazil but penguin uh dies coking on mask 
telling you there's a story out there. There it is. Here's the story. <clears throat> so give me a second there, StreamYard people. Let's see. I'm going to have to bring it down here. Share screen. And there we go. Penguin found dead on beach after choking on N95 mask that was selfishly littered by visitors. Look at the poor little thing. There he is right there in black and white. Dead little penguin. Uh, let's see. If you were wearing a mask right now, congratulations on your, uh, you're not a selfish person. The next step that many seem to forget is the correct disposal of the face mask. Uh, there you go. The southeastern Brazil's Sao Paulo state on September 9th. Juque Beach in southeastern Brazil. See that? So you don't doubt me there. Don't doubt me. What's his name? Who's that? Alex. Don't doubt me, Alex. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I don't just say things. All right, let's get back to uh, the news that we were talking about. Uh, well, let's uh, let's see here. A couple uh, more comments here. Oh yeah, uh, David Gonzalez. He says ten cents per bag. How about that? A dime bag. Is that considered? <laughs> what a, oh my goodness. Where's the show going? Uh, black and white. Yeah. See, yeah. See, I know what you, that's exactly right. Conservative. You saw what I did there. Uh, Quinn says yet a few years ago, one single turtle single-handedly canceled straws. Yep. Exactly Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So why aren't, tur uh, why are turtle lives so much more important than little uh, penguin lives? Depends on the narrative at the time, John. I suppose. Uh, and the state of California collects uh, the fees for the bags. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Just another tax. Oh, my <laughs> Just God. another freaking tax. <laughs> Bag tax. And when we drove out there, we literally stopped at the first town outside of Yuma right before you get into California to fill up with gas. Just so I didn't have to pay the uh, California gas prices. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Uh, we always stop at uh, Quartzsite. If we're heading that way, you know, right. towards LA, stop at Quartzsite, get gas for, I don't know, 219 or 319 now. But, right. Uh, Miss Lady says, uh, and they regret doing the bags because it's causing too much trash. Yeah. I mean, there's never an answer. In fact, the stupid plastic bag was the left's answer to the paper bag. Right. You remember the paper bag? You couldn't, we were trashing the whole uh, rainforest to build paper bags. Right. Right. So then it became the plastic bags. We're going to save the, yeah, save, save the earth. And back then, it, you know, we're talking the 80s. So back then it was the acid rain that was going to kill everybody. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> the plastic bags are going to save us from the uh, acid rain. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then now the plastic bags, you can drive down any road, any interstate, anywhere. And about every 10 feet, 30 feet, you're going to see a plastic bag stuck in a tree, stuck in a fence line, stuck in a cactus. They're everywhere. Right. The plastic bags. Meanwhile, the paper bags were biodegradable. Yep. So they would just fall apart and just, you know, wash yeah, back in the in, landfills in yeah. the landfills. Yeah. The yeah, plastic so, bags last, I think, 2000 years or something. Funny story about the, uh, you know, the, the paper, uh, the plastic bag cost in California. So, you know, my wife and I were both, you know, pretty stubborn. We don't like, you know, California too much, but she, she was the one who ran into the store with my son to grab a few things like sunscreen and stuff like that. Um, the little machine asked her, you know, how many bags do you want to purchase? And then it said, how much, Oh my God. You know, just like, she, <laughs> I swear she was just like, you know what? I'm not paying for a damn plastic bag. They just carried all the merchandise out <laughs> of their arms. Like that. <laughs> I'm not paying for no damn plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they they want to they want you to buy bags now, like hemp. 
like bags made of hemp and right stuff. yeah you know, just a bunch of hippies over there that's all they are yeah and then during the covid thing several stores would not let you bring in your own bags oh really yes they stopped people from allowing people to bring in the reusable bags because of covid oh because of covid Meanwhile, over in Wokeland, like you were talking about, people are walking into stores and stealing like $900 worth of merchandise because they can't be arrested. Right. The cops won't even show up unless it's over a grand. Right. So people are just, they're walking in with their own bags, filling stuff up and just walking out. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Oh, my goodness. Oh, let's see what Mickey has to say. How you doing, Mickey, by the way? I hope you're doing well. I see masks and gloves discarded everywhere now. Yeah, you can't walk you know down a sidewalk without seeing at least 10 of them laying around they're everywhere hey uh i've seen this couple times angry conservative is trying to show uh david is a uh, stream from last week is it oh yeah throw that up there or yeah that'll if if you're watching on youtube that should be a clickable link because angry conservative is i believe he does have a wrench and uh which means he can share links yeah 98 different types of taxes now it was 97 but now we know about the the grocery bag tax that wasn't included right on the list of 97 taxes <laughs> so now there's 98 official taxes that we've uh, been able to co uh, compile together uh quinn says and now fries is all of a sudden pushing paper bags again yeah yep. we've come full circle <laughs> Now we're gonna have to worry about that acid rain again, John. I know. You know global, global, oh boy, climate change is no more. Now we're going back to the uh, acid rain. Well, the media—they're beside themselves here in Arizona because the average month—the temperature in July was two and a half degrees cooler than it was last year. Yeah. So, what are we heading back into an ice age? Well, and see, that's that's the thing. It went from uh, the new global ice age, I think it was in around the seventies, eighties, you know, I think it came right after the acid rain scare. Then we yeah. went into global warming, right, right? Right. Because, Oh my God, the earth is heating up. Yes. So to get around all this, because the science, you know, let's follow the science people. They can't make up their mind of actually what's happening. So now it's just all climate change. That's right. So whether it gets colder or hotter, you know, they can still say, Oh, look, you know, Arizona, they've got 120 degrees this week. Look at that global warming. Yeah. Oh, it's colder than normal today. Oh, that's, you know, that's climate change, you know. Well, that's it. If it if it doesn't rain, it's climate change, right? We're going to go into a drought because of climate change. Mm. And then when we get like 15 days in a row of storms, right? Then it's climate change. Exactly. It shouldn't be raining like this. Right. Every new hurricane that happens, every tornado that happens, oh, well, this never used to happen until, you know, the climate. Yes, they did. They've been happening the entire creation of the world. <laughs> of course. You know, it, it, we're not special people. No, we're not. Let's get over ourselves. Uh, David says we're getting nickel and dimed over here in California. Don't get me started on the California redemption value for cans and bottles. We're talking about millions of dollars being collected on cans and bottles. Oh, my goodness. Uh, California's a, a let's just hope Newsom gets kicked out, gets, you know, kicked out. And maybe well, uh, he's buying the recall. You know that, right? Of course he is. It's all going to be mail in ballots. They've already said it. Yeah. And now he's he's giving everybody like two hundred dollars of that's what the variant relief. is all about. Right. This variant is all about the recall right. in California. If there was no recall happening in California, there would be no variant. Trust me on that. When I oh, say I that. don't know about that. I think it's more about. I'm not saying that's not part of it. It's part but of. But I think every time the American people start getting back their own power, yeah, you know, they're not being afraid anymore. The government's already seen what they're able to do and how easily the American people will now count yeah. out to or she fear. She, you know, I, I think for a very long time now, we're going to see every time there's a lull or you know a 
relax in the fear they're going to bring back something. Something has to happen. Uh, Mickey, uh, she says they are saying our temps are on the East Coast and Mid-Central have been cooler than average, and then the West Coast has been way above average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, it happens, I suppose. It's just the cycle of life. Uh, did you see the video where a guy on CNN are told that climate change isn't true? The look on his face was priceless. No, I missed that, mm-hmm. but I'd love to see that. Uh, here in the south we're normal for the first uh this time of the year oh there you go see see it all evens out yep. right everything just <laughs> evens out well all right. big freeze that texas just had you know they tried to blame that on climate change of course well it's it's called a freak cold front guys well you know, they yeah. happen all the damn time <laughs> all right. oh my goodness uh this is out of fox 26 houston texas 11 dead 13 injured in a crash linked to human smuggling near U.S.-Mexico border. Again, this is happening. This happens over and over and over again. Uh, This is out of Encino, Texas. An overloaded van carrying about 25 passengers crashed, crashed Wednesday on a remote South Texas highway, killing at least 11 people and injuring more than a dozen others. The crash happened shortly after 4 p.m. Wednesday on U.S. 281 in Encino, Texas, about 50 miles north of McAllen. McAllen. We're going to get to this in just a bit about McAllen. It's in a state of emergency. Uh, Brooks County Sheriff uh, Urbino Martinez says the van designed to hold 15 passengers was top heavy and tipped over when the driver lost control on a curve. Martinez, yeah, there was 25 people in there, 10 more people than there should have been. So now let me ask, is somebody going to sue GMC cargo vans now? (laughs) That's right. Because it was illegally used? For this purpose? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's It is. It's whoever manufactured that van. Should have had 25 seats in it. Uh, Martinez said he believed most of the passengers were migrants. Sergeant Nathan Brandley of the Texas Department of Public Safety put the immediate death toll at 11 with more than a dozen others injured. And Sino is a community of about 140 residents, about two miles south of the far furious Border Patrol checkpoint. There you go. So that's happening. People, listen, when you open the borders and you don't control the borders, it's not a humanitarian effort. It's putting everybody at risk. Absolutely. That's why it's natural to have borders. That's why every country other than the United States of America seems to have borders. Right. And more strict border laws. And, you know, David brought up something during our conversation there that, you know, is really being phased out with the whole COVID issue because I think everybody's focusing more on the number of uh, immigrants coming in with, with COVID and things like that, and which is, which is a tragedy. I think you're about to talk about this. Yep. But also, you know, his family, who is in Mexico right now, is saying, you know, we're hearing it from people that live in Mexico, that right now you have people from all over the world gathering right. there to try to get here. You know, people from uh, Syria, Afghanistan, you know, People from countries that, guess what, don't like the United States. Yeah. You know, nobody is saying we need to stop all immigration. And I understand that our immigration laws need to change. There does need to be a change. I don't think it should cost $10,000 and 10 years to become a U.S. citizen or get across the border. But we need to be able to check the people who are coming across the border. We have that right to know who's coming into our country. Exactly right. It's going to be, it's got to be a wide, like wide funnel down in, you know, into narrow. We've got to be able to slow the crossings over so that we can check everybody. Right. We can make sure that they're not murderers, that they're not felons. Right. Right. I read a story yesterday, in fact, 
about them releasing uh, a border patrol agent actually just decided to quit. He was like, you know what? I've had it. I'm done because uh, he had to release a felon back into uh, society mm -hmm. because the government said that uh, this felon had not committed any crimes in 10 years. So they needed to release him. He just got out of prison after doing it 12 years in prison. <laughs> oh, he was like, well, he said, listen, this guy's, he, this guy's a bad dude. He's been in prison for 12 years. That's why he hasn't been, that's why he hasn't committed a crime. Right. And they're like, we don't care. Let him go anyway. And he was like, so I just can't do it anymore. I can't, I can't, uh, you know, I just can't let that type of stuff happen under my watch. So right. he said, and, and a lot of people are just walking away from the border patrol because of this insanity. Now this, uh, speaking of McKellen, Texas, uh, they declared a state of disaster after Biden dumped 1500 illegals with the virus into their city last week. Uh, Biden super spreader event at the border has left McKellen, Texas, declaring a state of disaster over 1500 illegals with the virus. Like I said, uh, the report says, uh, new the city of McAllen, Texas, the federal government has released over 7,000 COVID positive migrants into their city since February, including over 1500 new infected immigrants. in just the last week alone, a local state of disaster in McAllen has been declared. Uh, according to Fox news on Monday, we watched border patrol, uh, drop off bus loads of migrants in downtown McAllen all day long, over 30 or every 30 minutes, hundreds released right in front of us right then another reporter asked mccallan how uh how they know the illegals are infected and he explains that a third party vendor tests them once they are dropped off in mccallan so they get tested once they're dropped off so who knows where they've been from the time right. they've who, crossed who the border been in contact with who they've been in contact with by the time they get to McAllen, once they get to McAllen, then they get tested and they are finding overwhelming amounts of people that are testing positive. Does it say what they do with them once they have found positive? So they've opened up another hotel down in McAllen, just like they have scattered through Arizona, these illegal migrant hotels. Mm -hmm. They have one that holds 1,500 people. They're all infected. So wow. anybody that tests positive gets put into this specific hotel and then but the problem is that these people are free to go and wander the city. Right. So they go into restaurants and grocery stores and they're going all over the place. They're not being held captive inside that hotel because they're, they don't have the ability to feed all these people. Right. And that was one of my biggest complaints, you know, other than, you know, that these hotels exist in the first place. But when you first started talking about them and you actually went down to one to see what was going on, you know, if you remember me saying as like, you know, yeah, they have security guards there to keep you out, but they're not keeping these people in there. No, they're they not are free to roam around. They're keeping the press out. They're keeping anybody from from being able to go into these hotels to see what's going on in these hotels. Right. And, and who's to make sure they're actually coming back? Nobody. Nobody knows. Right. And if they don't come back, I don't think anybody cares. No, they don't. Because they're not, they're not tracking these people. They don't know who they are. They don't know where they're from. They're just, they're just loading them into the, they bring them to the hotel. They get them tested. If they're, they're test positive, they go into one hotel. If they're not tested, you know, if they test negative, they go into another hotel. Then they're given clothes. They're given food. They're given some money and they tell them stick around and we'll, we'll throw you on a plane somewhere. Right. Maybe we'll fly you into Phoenix. Maybe we'll fly you into Houston. Maybe we'll fly you into, who knows, Alabama somewhere. Right. Well, now they're starting to push them up north. So 
you know, maybe a lot of these northern states will start seeing that, hey, this isn't just a southern state problem. Uh, David says, basically, Mexico is throwing their undesirables over the fence into the U.S. Read about Mexico's southern border. It's locked down. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, that's what's supposed to be. Uh, there's 10,000 in town in Texas. They have them uh, under a bridge. Did you see that? Yes. You were actually mentioning yes. that before the show. Just yeah. thousands of people just under a bridge. It's right. In the middle of the summertime. Now, I forget where that bridge was, but it was in a very hot place. Yeah, if I remember I think it was correctly. Houston. Maybe not Houston. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Somehow this is more humane than keeping them in Mexico. Yeah, somehow. Uh, the only benefit uh, Texas is getting is better Mexican food. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, New Mexico has better Mexican food than Arizona. Does it? Much, much better. New Mexican Mexican food is, is far better. Yeah. Yep. In fact, they serve sopapillas with every meal over there. Have nice. you ever had a sopapilla? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a little delight. <laughs> uh, angry conservative, not interested. I think government should be severely limited. I'd be working my way out of a job. Yeah, there you go. As far as running for politics. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, uh, so that's going on. And at this point, Republicans are now calling for Biden to be impeached. And rightfully so. Marjorie Taylor Greene has called for Biden's impeachment. Chip Roy seconds that. And uh, Representative Anthony Sabatini called for the impeachment of both Biden and Secretary Mayorkas. So he's not happy with just impeaching Biden. Uh, <clears throat> more should join the chorus here because Biden's reckless border policies, which has resulted in the skyrocketing of human trafficking, a skyrocketing number of drugs crossing the border, and now the skyrocketing of illegals with COVID coming across the border are putting the lives of many Americans and illegals in jeopardy. Right. It's a long past time for Biden to go. Yeah, absolutely. Do you still uh do you still follow our friends uh Sheriff Joe? Uh not uh Sheriff Mark Lamb. Oh yeah. Have you been following his page? Yeah. All the time I'm seeing updates of what they've seized coming across the border and you know all the you know the fentanyl that the illegals they're capturing and everything else like this. It is a freaking disaster. Absolutely. Dude, it's modern day slavery is what it is right it's modern day slavery and it's nothing if if people don't wise up to that um you know people are just keeping their heads in the sand these people are being drugged from their homes these kids nobody even knows who their parents are right and these kids are being drug out into the middle of the desert half of them are being left to die out there wander around on their you know on their own babies are being thrown into the rio grande mm -hmm. it's horrible and during the trump administration they, they kept saying you know Kids are being ripped from their family. Kids are being ripped from their families. There's there's no children coming across on their own. They're being ripped from their families. And now during this administration, we see it happening every day, and they're completely ignoring it. Absolutely. There we go. I don't know who said that. Uh, looks like a barcode. Impeach <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they redacted their own name. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think they should wait until after 2022. Uh, midterms that way they can have the speaker of the house take over after they impeach biden and harris yeah who knows right uh that would be pelosi well after 2022 <laughs> what he's saying is hopefully it'll be a republican oh gotcha, gotcha. yeah he's I get he's you. uh he's being okay. optimistic yeah we like optimism here <laughs> i watched a video of a girl uh was a model but left left it after everything they they did to her they try and uh remodeling them to be in politics okay interesting okay uh mickey says they're not just bringing c19 they're bringing diseases and viruses that were uh all but eradicated yeah that's, yep, that's exactly right. right 
that's exactly right. It is a big drama show. Nothing is going to happen. Play the lotto, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that would even mean something, David, if money was going to be worth anything. But even right. the dollar bill uh, is eventually not going to be worth anything because we're just printing money like crazy. We just give it out to people. Right. You don't have to pay your rent anymore. Well, the yeah. CDC says, ah, don't worry about paying your rent. The CDC, who we did not elect. Right. Who has absolutely no. Did you hear yeah. that crap? So Biden actually came out and said he understands that this moratorium on the renters, you know, that he's trying to push through now is in no way constitutional and it will probably be shot down. But by the time it comes to court, we'll have given all this. Other. So he is knowingly doing unconstitutional things. That's exactly right. How is this not an impeachable, impeachable offense? How is it not? It absolutely is. Come on. But you don't want to impeach him yet. You don't want to impeach him yet. You got to wait. Like angry conservatives said, impeach him after 2022, because I don't know, maybe we'll have enough Republicans to do that. Who knows? Right. I sure hope so. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, we weren't really talking about it, but uh, Cuomo and uh, did I happen speaking to of you? impeachment? How's that? Yeah. Speaking of impeachment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, speaking of Cuomo, if you want to get your, I am a Cuomo phobe t-shirt, uh, you can get your I am a Cuomophobe t-shirt uh, on saywhatyouwillradio.com. We also have the green new bullshit shirt and I believe Tara Reed. All available at saywhatyouwillradio.com. Just go to the merchandise tab. All right. Uh, speaking of Cuomo, uh, this was uh, out of the Washington Free Beacon paper. Uh, Time's Up. This is an organization. Time's Up founder helped Cuomo team smear governor's accuser. All right. Mm -hmm. So this is a big thing, right? Because whose time's up? That's the question. Well, the founder of a group committed to fighting sexual harassment in the workplace. That's time's up. That's what they do. They they help fight sexual harassment in the workplace. They advised Governor Cuomo's uh, team in an op-ed intended to smear one of his accusers. Mm -hmm. So they're taking money as a nonprofit organization telling everybody that they're helping to stop sexual harassment in the workplace. They're taking the money from people and then they're going to help Cuomo in his PR and smear, smear the, the woman who accused him of sexual harassment. Right. It, but this, this is horrible, but we should not be shocked by it. We have seen this time and time again by the democratic party, right? You know, it's hashtag me too, unless you're a Democrat, you know, we've seen it time and time again. Unbelievable. And this is going to be the opportunity for the Democrats. And I seriously, did you catch any of that uh, press conference that the uh, New York AG did when she came out with all yeah, the findings? Fact, and everything? Yeah, Logic Rex actually did a couple specials on that. Yeah. Okay. So all this other crap. I mean, she didn't come out and say, oh, he's accused of this. She's basically saying, hey, we found evidence. All of this is credible, right? The one thing that was missing from all of that not once did it ever come out and say, so we are pressing charges. Right. That was never said. It is still, to as far as I know, at the end of today, it's still speculated. Are they going to charge him with anything? I think they said that they're going to, uh, they're going to be doing a, like a, a deeper investigation or they're going to, I don't know. I heard something along those lines. Uh, oh, that's uh, David has a good point. Cuomo must have consulted with Hillary. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Hillary, how about all those dead uh, uh, Capitol police officers? Right. That all committed suicide. Right. 
Yeah, yeah I don't buy it. I don't buy I don't it. For buy one it. Not to go down that yeah. that rabbit trail, but just he brought up Hillary, and it just made me think of that. Right. So. But yeah, so the, the Democrats need to step up now. They need to actually charge this guy. They need to impeach him and get him out. Put their freaking money where their mouth is right now. Yeah. And get him out of there. Where are people like Alyssa Milano? Where are all the Hollywood stooges that sat crickets. behind Kavanaugh? All crickets. Right? They left their mansions over there in in, uh, in uh, Hollywood so that they could come over, you know, from Beverly Hills. They go, they flew all the way to D.C. so that they could sit directly behind Kavanaugh in the hearing and make smirky faces all day. Right. Right? And right. then do... Where are the pink pussy hat marches and all yeah. this other stuff, you know? And do the, uh, do the little, uh, you know, uh, media clips in between the hearings and stuff like that Alyssa milano was just beside herself about how blase ford right right she couldn't even recall what happened 30 this was an event that took place like 30 years in the past she mm -hmm. couldn't recall any of the details other than the fact that she had to have two front doors right you remember all that yeah. crazy stuff <laughs> she couldn't identify anything she didn't know who was there who wasn't there she knew nothing about it but but Alyssa Milano said that she must be believed because women just don't make this stuff up. Right. Absolutely. Where is she at on this one? Where, where are any of them at? They were all saying that. I believe the woman. I believe the woman. Believe the woman. Yeah. Where are they right now? In fact, even Cuomo said it himself. Right. When uh, Kavanaugh was being tried, you've got to believe the women. Right. Women just and, don't lie about this stuff. So let's go with Biden on this one, too. I This this irritates me to no end. When this all first started coming out, the sexual harassment charges against uh, Cuomo, you know, Biden went to his defense to go, well, you know, if these are, if it's true, it's horrible, but the investigation needs to be done. If he's guilty, you know, he's kind of playing the, uh, well, I believe him, but you know, let's do the investigation, but he would not say anything about, he finally said, okay, if he's found guilty or if they are true, he needs to be, he needs to step down. Right. Right. He made this nice big eloquent speech about it today in white house. He was cornered by a reporter the first question was you know you said this during uh when this cuomo thing first came up you know so are you are you calling for cuomo to step down all he would say is i stand by my words yeah exactly so well he and said then, then, then he was cornered again <clears throat> then he was cornered again he goes, oh, so do you think he should step down then all he said is yes yes i do and no no eloquent speech no, no standing up for the women saying yes if this is now we have enough evidence this man needs to step down for women for blah 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 blah. no eloquent speech just no. sorry a, a democrat got caught nancy pelosi called for him to step down yep and uh the the mayor of new york city uh, de blasio mm -hmm. he said that he he ought to step down yeah right so there are people that are but they're not stepping down isn't enough right he needs if, to go to jail exactly right if you're a serial uh sexual molester or sexual harasser or whatever he's being accused of They're both stepping down away from your job isn't good enough tom you, you know as well as i do when we work together in corporate america if you got caught doing something like that especially in management mm -hmm. in a power you know a position of power they were going to call the authorities on you right absolutely it wasn't just enough to to let you go from the company right you were responsible in fact the the company is responsible mm -hmm. so the state the state of new york should be just as responsible because he is a representative of the state of new york right those women should go after him criminally and and civilly not right. just one. during that press conference they said we have evidence that he broke state and federal harassment laws 
that conference should have ended with, so at this time, the police are on their way to arrest him to charge him. That's how that conference should have ended. Right. He should not be walking around a free man right now, or at least been arrested, gone through his process, and maybe out on bail at this point. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable because if it was if it was anybody on the conservative side, if that was Ted Cruz, if that was uh, DeSantis, if it was anybody oh, on the conservative side, they the had media SWAT teams yeah. going after conservatives for absolutely nothing. They had SWAT teams. It's unbelievable. And this is why uh, if uh, Mr. Logical happens to be listening tonight, this is why Democrats are worse people. Mm -hmm. than republicans you want to argue the other side i don't care you're a nitwit <laughs> oh well, my goodness you know john there's horrible people on both sides there but, are horrible but, but the people. hypocrisy of the left is just i don't see how they can still continue to stand behind them i don't either i i don't get it you know like and, and i know i did go to twitter and i did uh look at uh, Alyssa milano's page and she finally, after being silent for 24 hours, because mm. she kept her mouth shut, she finally did come out and she said, yes, he needs to resign. That was all. Yeah, that was that's it. it. No, no grand speeches about him being the devil, him being so evil. No. That every other, that they would have said about any other conservative. And you know, she tweeted that from her mansion over there in, in Beverly Hills or wherever she lives. Right. Was she, she wearing her crocheted mask? i don't know remember <laughs> that's stupid those glasses when she had the covid and her hair was falling out and all this crazy crap uh but you know she my point is that she got out of her cozy fancy you know twelve thousand square foot home to fly all the way to dc and sit through all those trials for kavanaugh and made sure that she had television time right but she can't she can't leave beverly hills because she ain't working Right. Nobody's hiring her. <laughs> Nobody wants Alyssa Milano on their television show because she's poisoned, but she has all this time. So how come she isn't in New York City right now demanding, be all over the news, demanding that he that he step down? Because it's a Democrat. There you go. That's it. There you go. Because she's a homosexual, <laughs> and uh, she's just another one of those goofs. Uh well, we covered quite a bit. I don't know if you wanted to get into the next thing. Maybe not. Maybe we can save that for another time. I was going to talk about the four uh, police officers who uh, who have committed suicide since, uh, you know, 1-6. Yeah, that was going to make me angry. Um, so yeah. <laughs> we, we could run on for another hour just about that. Maybe we save that one for another time, John. Good. Well, why don't we end it then on a positive note? Uh, this is, uh, uh, her name's Tamara Mensa Stock. Okay, and she's an Olympic wrestler, and uh, she is, the, I think, the second woman wrestler in the United States history to take the gold. The first black female. Wrestler. First black female. There first you go. Black wrestler uh, from the U.S. to take the gold. Yeah, I mean, none of the race thing really matters right. to me. That, that's just you know whatever. She should be, but according to the left, she should be celebrated for that. But you haven't heard anything from the left about her right now. No, and I wonder why. Well, we'll right. show you. I, why. I wonder if Nike's going to give her a million dollar contract for <laughs> this. Believe me, you guys are going to freaking love this. This gives yeah. me chills every time I see this come across my Facebook page. I have to give it the love. You know, it, it's just beautiful. This is how every U.S. Olympic athlete 
should react to being able to represent their country. Yeah, and compare what she has, what what Tamara has to say compared to Simone and how the way, you know, Simone, the uh, the gymnast, and how she behaved and how she talked about things. And then uh, that, that female hammer thrower who protested the flag and or protested all that type of crap. Damn soccer chick who's soccer. now her ass off. And which I, yeah. I, I never thought I would ever cheer against a U.S. team in the Olympics. I know. But I have. I have. <laughs> but once I saw this young lady, I was like, this, this. This is pride. This is what it should be. It's what it's all about. Check this out. Did you think you would ever win an Olympic gold medal? Yes. 100% yes. I knew I could do it. I knew it would be hard. I prayed that I could do it. In my wildest of dreams, I knew. It is not just that you won. You were dominant. I mean, you won these matches convincingly. <laughs> Did you surprise yourself at all? I, of course I surprised myself. It's by the grace of God I'm able to even move my feet. Like, I just leave it in his hands, and I pray that all the practice, that the hell that my freaking coach is putting me through pays off. And every single time it does, and I get better and better. And it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do. And I'm I'm excited to see what, what I have next. Last question for you. That American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it, and I'm so happy I get to represent USA. <laughs> love well, it. <laughs> well said. Congratulations. Enjoy that gold, and we'll see you out there on the podium, okay? Thank you. I'll try not to cry, but no problem. <laughs> Well, how about that? I love her. Now that, compare that, that. Awesome. Yeah, compare that to that uh, that uh, I don't know the purple haired lesbian that plays soccer. Right. That just hates America, hates everything about America. Mm. Simone, and you know when she went through tough times with her coaches, you know she had to quit. She had to walk away. It was too much for her to handle. This girl says, "My coaches put me through hell, but it made me better." Right. And here I am. I get to represent the United States. I get to take the gold home and I'm excited. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what I like. Uh, Rex says it's not only about being able to uh, represent their country, but also to go after their dream as an American and be afforded that opportunity to pursue the, and obtain the American dream. Outstanding. Exactly right, Rex. Exactly right, because you know these Olympians who hate the country, they can uh, they can leave and go into any embassy over there, right? In Tokyo, go go compete in their games. They can go join go any them. other country they want. They can, if they want to run off to North Korea, run off to North Korea. You want to run off to China, wherever you want to run off to, whatever is better than the United States. Go ahead. Right, absolutely. You're already so, out of country. Just go. Angry conservative says uh, BLM has a. Uh, disown her for not disrespecting the flag now i'm just oh really is that true uh, yeah that's what i want to know is this just uh, you know kind of a joke aside or have they actually come out and um said negative things against her for actually saying usa interesting uh cyber uh, toxin says they will copyright strike you for that they've already been videos taken down and use the excuse of Olympics to do it. They okay. Well, you know what? That's fine. Uh, cyber toxin. I will probably delete this live, especially on my uh, backyard politics page. Uh, I'm deleting all my lives because I have two strikes and I get one more. I'm out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I can't do that. So, but thank you for that. Letting me know that. Yeah, I will take that down. Uh, well, you got your answer because IG won't allow her video. 
what Dems think of it. Yeah, isn't that sad, Miss Lady? Yeah, that that's that. I, I didn't know that, and now I'm actually getting pissed again, John. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> she's awesome. That's the only way we can look at it. Is she's awesome? Let me ask how, like, how much money does it even take to send an athlete to the Olympics? How much does uh, money does our country spend? Not to mention the sponsors. Is that yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. These people make a lot of money doing this, and it costs a lot of money to do it. There's no poor Olympians. Right. Just so you know that. There's no <laughs> poor Olympians. Not out of America, anyway. But uh, anyway, guys, thanks for being uh, on the show. We appreciate it. Miss Lady, thank you for being here. Rex, thanks for being here, as always. Cyber and thank you for being here, and thanks for letting me know about uh, that being taken down. I'm just going to take it down anyway. I'll leave it up on my other channel. Uh, my personal channel if i happen to get a, a copyright it is what it is uh let's see who else was here uh mickey from kentucky was here logic rex i said him uh oh the tides joker was in the room thanks for being here brother uh, angry conservative um and uh, your friend david who called in david gonzalez david gonzalez thank you for calling in he was here spent a lot of time in the room your wife was here um a lot of people and um black spring was with uh with autumn was here uh this guy was here redacted well, let's just call him redacted redacted yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> barcode barcode bill was here um yeah so a lot of people but i appreciate everybody that was being here and uh, again if you're interested if you're interested we do have some new shirts up on say what you will radio.com in the merchandise section uh we've got the i believe tara reed baseball jersey uh, that also comes in a t-shirt we've got the green new bullshit thanks uh to number 45 for giving us that phrase love it absolutely love it and i am a chromophobe shirt all available on say what you will radio.com uh, until next week you guys uh be nice to one another take care of each other and god bless